White Sox won the finale and they took the series from New York. The Yankees have some problems, but I did not see the Chicago White Sox winning that series. Uh, White Sox front office must have had their feelings hurt because Kenyon Middleton's relief appearance on Wednesday night was glazed over. And whether you like it or not, Elvis Andrews is playing second base. You are locked on White Sox. Your daily Chicago White Sox podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Sox fans, welcome back to Locked On White Sox. Thank you for making Locked On White Sox your first listen each and every day. We're free and available on all platforms. Follow us on Twitter at Locked On Sox. Uh, also, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, just search Lockdown White Sox. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Uh, download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Lockdown MLB for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Uh, last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Hey, I'm your host. Nick Murawski, a lifelong die-hard Chicago White Sox fan, recording this podcast just blocks from the ballpark in beautiful Bridgeport. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTV. Lockdown White Sox is part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Our Chicago White Sox will host the Milwaukee Brewers on Friday Michael Kopech will be on the hill. Catch every pitch of the White Sox hometown broadcast with Sirius XM on the SXM app. Search White Sox. State of the Sox. They are 47 and 69, 13 games back in the AL Central. Uh, every game counts. A win will not be compromised, as uh, we will hear from Pedro Grifol later. Uh, in this episode. Uh, so yeah, 22 uh, games uh, under 500 here as we sit on August 10th of 2023. Hey, it was a fun one on the South side on Wednesday night. Uh, Sox beat the Yankees 9-2. to They took the series. How about that? Um, did not see that coming. Uh, really, especially after Tuesday night, uh, that was a uh, dejecting loss, lifeless uh, offense. Uh, but the Sox came storming back. Uh, Clevenger on the hill for the White Sox. Not too shabby. Six innings, three hits, one earned run, three walks, six strikeouts. That ERA uh, definitely sub four. Uh, it's around three and a half, 3.55. Uh, so I, I mentioned this guy. In the last episode, you know, there's a mutual option for 2024. And with the way uh, the rotation looks right now, which you really have got Cease and Kopech. And I do believe Kopech will stay in the starting rotation. I don't think they're going to try uh, to mess around with the bullpen with him. Uh, they are going to uh, force him to figure it out. Uh, and, you know, I'm looking forward to his start on Friday uh, to see if he can kind of, you know, get a couple of these positive starts together. But back to Clevenger, uh, you know, he's been uh, he's been sneaky reliable. Uh, aside from 
uh, you know, getting hurt, getting that arm issue uh, that, that, you know, shelved him for a little while. So, I, again, you know, th- this could change uh, depending on what the White Sox want to do and what kind of personnel they're trying to, to put on this team, what their offseason might look like. But uh, you got to figure, you know, Clevenger might very well be in this rotation in 2024. Uh, White Sox offense, nine runs, 11 hits. Yoan Mankata, two doubles. Love it. Uh, you know, maybe maybe he's not as hurt uh, as we can imagine. I don't know. With that back issue, and maybe I'm wrong here, but I thought it was swinging from like the right side. One of the, one side of the plate, he was, was giving him a lot of problems with that back. So he wasn't able to do it 100%. I, I guess he's still not playing at 100%. Uh, is it the fielding that also can be problematic? Uh, but man, you know, again, like if this is the type of offense that we can kind of regularly expect from Mankata, what a maybe what a different season this would be. And and you can say that about so many other uh, White Sox players. It's like uh, Colas with his first uh, home run at home, I believe. Did I see that? Uh, again, like, you know, again, we weren't going to expect much from uh, Oscar Colas, but uh, still, you know, this is why you keep putting him out there, in my opinion. This is why you play Oscar Colas. He is your future more than Gavin Sheets is your future out in right field. And, and we're going to talk a little uh, about that uh, in terms of Elvis Andrus in a moment here. But, you know, that was my issue with them kind of dealing, you know, dealing with Colas. Like, well, we're going to, you know, bring you up here. You're going to start the season with the big league claim. Ah, you know, you're just... You're at a 10, and we need you at an 8 in terms of boombox noise level. Uh, We're going to, you know, let you figure some things out in the minors. Like, let him figure it out here. You know, he can hit in the minors. Let him figure it out here at the major league level. It's going to be a rough season for him. You know, but, you know, hopefully he has got the right support, uh, which, again, we don't know with this White Sox organization. You know, I don't know uh, anymore if he actually does have the right support and they know how to support young hitters like Oscar Colas and develop them, but figure it out here. You know, you're going to take your bumps, learn, uh, you know, and then you've got this to, to go over uh, video wise, uh, other eyes to help you out in the off season. So good to see that from Colas. Uh, speaking of the future, the present, all things intertwined, Elvis Andrews, he continues to hit. He continues to swing the bat well. He had a three RBI night on a Wednesday. Uh, and again, I'm going to get to him in a little bit, but w- what are we doing here? Um, you know, <laughs> Pedro Grafol's got some comments on that. Socks uh, struck out seven times, walked four. Not bad compared to their previous game. Uh, they were five for 12 with runners in scoring position. Uh, Yaz was back in the lineup after leaving Tuesday's game with knee soreness. Uh, T.A. was back in the lineup uh, and back in the top spot. He was one for five uh, with two strikeouts. So back to Elvis Andrews. A lot was made uh, before the game on Twitter or on X or whatever we're going to be just calling it now uh, about Elvis Andrews and and his playing time and what is going on here. Why, Why do we have Elvis Andrews uh, continually at second base. Uh, And this was from Vinny Duber of CHGO. Uh, This is what he put up on social media. For those asking why, 
Uh, Grafol said Elvis is playing good baseball right now. Uh, he also said that while experience for young guys is important, uh, we're never going to compromise a major league win for development. Now that's where I take a little bit of exception and I have to, I, I don't get it. That's what I don't understand. And I wish there were some further questions, uh, some clarification. Uh, maybe Vinny did on, on Twitter and I just didn't get to, you know, that far down the, the, uh, the scroll there. White Sox are 22 games under 500, 13 back in the division. It's August 10th. Uh, I'm not interested in throwing games away either. Uh, I hope there is at least a focus, which I think that is what Pedro Grafol is all about these next two months, is focus. Uh, And I'm glad Andres is finally hitting the ball. Uh, But is he the future? Uh, And when will the White Sox start seeing what they have in potential future second baseman, namely uh, Lenin Sosa. So again, I'm torn with this. Uh, hey, I want to see the Sox win. Of course, I want to see the Sox win. I, uh, you know, it, it's always a, a better uh, recording if when the White Sox win, I think. Right now, with where they're at in the uh, standings and the division with record wise uh, and with the calendar, uh, this, this season is lost here in my mind. It's, it's clearly lost, right? So, what are we doing here for 2024? Now, is Elvis Andres really going to be on this team in 2024? I, in a way, in a, in a weird way, I, I, I think Pedro Grafol is definitely coming back in 2024. That's such a White Sox thing for them to bring him back. And if Pedro's coming back, well, then there might even be a chance that Elvis comes back to play second. Wouldn't that be such a White Sox thing uh, to do? So again, I'm glad Elvis is playing well, but at some point I need to see the guys playing well that are going to be with the team maybe in 2024, or at least they're going to be guys that they're going to give a tryout to and a serious look in Arizona uh, before the season starts. And, and I, I, you know, jokingly say, Oh, well, you know, Elvis Andrews will be back in 2024. I hope not. You know, I, I hope they go in a different direction with some of the youth, some of the guys that they have, or, they absolutely address the need with, you know, a serious veteran move uh, in the offseason, you know, for some premium talent, if it's even out there. I think it's going to be a weak, uh, you know, free agency. So we'll see what even the potential is. But more than likely, it should be someone like Lenin Sosa in a year that they're probably not going to be competitive. So, again, when will we see that? Again, excited, but I want to get I want to be excited uh, for the success of guys that are probably going to be with this team in 2024, like like a Michael Kopech, uh, you know, if he pitches well again on Friday, that's that's good development for next season. Uh, so we did not see Kenyon Middleton pitch uh, in the series until Wednesday night. Now he pitched two innings, gave up uh, to a run, a couple hits, uh, but. What was interesting was how the White Sox apparently handled uh, Middleton's appearance. Now, I saw this all over uh, social media, saw it on Twitter, and I believe uh, this this came from someone uh, with the handle at Southside Ivan. And I think then this took off and it was retweeted by uh, Sox on 35th and a bunch of other accounts. And Middleton comes into the game. And normally on the, on the, on the big, you know, jumbotron uh, in the in center and there's uh, other spots, 
uh, around the ballpark where you will have in a, the name of the reliever, uh, the pitcher, whoever is in at that time uh, from the opposition. There was nothing. It was left blank. That nameplate was blank where it would typically say Middleton. There was nothing like he didn't even exist. Uh, and it was like that in other spots around the stadium where they usually announce who is pitching at the time. Unbelievable if that is really true and how the White Sox front office and the organization decided to play it. Petty, petty stuff. Uh, wow. You know, I get it. Han, want, Han goes by the code of what happens in the clubhouse stays in the clubhouse. That is not how it goes anymore. It is just not, you know, with with social media, how it is and how, how it has been for several years now, you know, everything gets leaked. Everything gets pushed out. Uh, it is not how it was years and years ago. Um, so hurt feelings there by the White Sox, perhaps, as Middleton called out the Sox on uh, no rules, lack of leadership, lack of culture. And uh, when he came into pitch, they decided to not even recognize him and didn't even put up his name on the scoreboard. Uh, Luis Robert Jr. was removed from a, a Wednesday night's game with a sprained pinky finger on his right hand. X-rays were negative. He is day to day. Uh, Pedro Grafal was able to reflect and take notes from Reinsdorf's suite. Uh, and why are the White Sox the way they are? Uh, more on that in a moment. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Uh, Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. Uh, with killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. Uh, game time is the place for last minute ticket deals. Forget planning months in advance. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Uh, get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. Uh, the game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, uh, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. Snag the tickets without the stress with game time. Uh, download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKDOWNMLB for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code LOCKDOWNMLB for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price uh, guaranteed. Our White Sox face off against the Brewers on Friday. Catch every pitch of the White Sox hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Uh, search White Sox. Uh, this is from Lamont Pope of the Chicago Tribune. Uh, Pedro Grafol, of course, served a one-game suspension on Tuesday, and this was uh, uh, Pope's write-up in what Pedro Grafol experienced. Serving a one-game suspension is part of the fallout from Saturday's Sox-Cleveland Guardians brawl. Uh, Grafol watched the series opener against the New York Yankees from Chairman Jerry Reinsdorf's suite at Guaranteed Rate Field. Uh, he tried to make the most of the view. That's saying that uh, the farther you are away from the game, the slower it is or the easier it gets. 
It looked pretty slow and pretty easy from up there, Grafol said before Tuesday's game. It was pretty nice. I was able to see a lot of things that I think are really important for our growth, fundamental things that we probably need to address. Obviously, I didn't want to not be managing, but I took advantage of a different look to see some things that I wanted to address. Uh, Grafol adjusted and saw some value in Monday's perspective. The game is seen in a different way, he said. I remember scouting. I was taught that if you cut the field in half and focus on catcher, third base, shortstop, and left field pre-pitch, you're able to have them in your sights and see pre-pitch and then do it to the other side as well. I was able to do that on Monday, and it was pretty valuable for me. I took a lot of notes, and there's a lot of things we'll go over as a staff. Uh, always learning is Pedro Grafol. Nonstop coaching, nonstop teaching, always trying to get better. We are so lucky to have him in the dugout for our beloved Chicago White Sox. Uh, Rick Morrissey in the Sun-Times, great op-ed piece. I love this stuff. Keep coming. Uh, Keep coming. Keep hammering away at Reinsdorf and the ownership group and the front office. You know, people will say they don't care. They don't don't think about this. It's all just white noise. Fine. Keep going at them, though. Keep going. I feel like deep down somewhere they do care about this. They hate the negative publicity. Uh, and I, I think that's what Reinsdorf and Han and Williams and, and, the, and the executives, they want apathy. They want us all to just go away. Just stop complaining. Stop talking about this team. You know, just go away. Be quiet. Don't make a fuss. Don't bring anything to anybody's attention. Just pretend it doesn't exist. Sweep it under the rug. Just everybody, just be silent. They want apathy. Uh, so, you know, th- that, this is what I think you have to do. You have to keep attacking them, uh, shedding light on just the absolute disgust of this front office. Top down, it is a mess. This is what Morrissey wrote. Uh, The Jerry Reinsdorf problem when an owner doesn't want to own up to anything. Uh, The White Sox two-year debacle is marked uh, not just by their dismal performance, but by ownership's inaction. Uh, Why own a team if you don't want to behave like an owner? If you want to run a neighborhood grocery store where all the employees have worked there for 30 years and you know the customers by name, go do that. Uh, but even a grocery store owner wouldn't put up with the ineffective stockers and some bad apples in the produce department. What's the point of being an owner of a professional sports franchise if it's not to win? There is no other point. Uh, Reinsdorf apparently wants to let his six NBA titles and one World Series title talk for him as if that has the final word on everything. If he's thinking that no one can take that away from him, he's right. Uh, But we're 25 years removed from the last of those Bulls titles. That is unbelievable. And 18 years removed from the Sox's last championship. It might be ancient history, but it's heading towards medieval history. It's been one indignity after another for the Sox and their fans. A more responsive owner would reach out in some way whether it be through the media to calm the fan base or through uh, what's the obscure word, 
action. Firing a manager or a general manager during the season isn't always the answer, but it's an answer. But no, not here. If there's one thing we know about Reinsdorf, it's not just that he sticks to his guns. It's that he thinks he invented guns. It's his way then. It's always the right way. His way uh, to stand still. So there was more to that article. It was great. I I love this kind of stuff. And it's so true, especially if you've been a White Sox fan for uh, you know, as long as I have and beyond, and I know so many of you listening and watching are uh, lifers. Uh, you've seen it, and, and you don't you don't necessarily need one of these op-ed pieces, but uh, it's great when it's articulated this way because it is just it's ancient. It, 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 the way things are done with the White Sox, it's not like this in other you know in other markets, big markets, uh, markets that want to be successful teams and organizations that know how to put uh, good cutting edge uh, on the forefront products out there. It's not what the White Sox are doing. Uh, so a lot of folks wondering about, well, is you know what's going on with Sox Fest? We haven't had one in a while. Uh, the Cubs got their act together. Uh, tickets go on sale Thursday for the Cubs annual fan convention. Uh, the White Sox were non-committal about whether they will host Sox Fest this winter Uh, If the winter passes by without one, it would mark the fourth straight year. Uh, As of now, there are no official plans for SoxFest to announce at the moment, but we are working on plans to celebrate fans this winter, a team spokesperson said on Wednesday. Uh, Sox have an off day, so you can get your Elvis costume all ready Uh, and contemplate your season ticket package. Uh, More on that uh, in a moment. So, hey, it was a nice series win against the uh, New York Yankees. Can't stand the Yankees. Um, Again, I've told the story in the previous episode. You know, I'd go to so many games in the late 90s, early 2000s, when the the Yankees were dominant. Uh, And I feel like, you know, they've just been a successful franchise for absolutely ever. And Yankee fans always storm uh, the south side and pack the house. And, and you just hear all these chants for Mariano and Jeter. And uh, it's nauseating. Um, so it was good to see the, the uh, Sox take care of business. The, uh, I've only been out to New York once to see the Sox play the Yankees. And this was in 2006. And it was at the old Yankee Stadium. And, man, the Yankee fans just absolutely gave us gave it to us. Uh, the group I was with, I think Sox might have got st- swept on that trip. And, you know, we were coming off the World Series and they were going after us about, you know, how many World Series we have won compared to, you know, their rich history. And we made the mistake of sitting out in right field and, and at that ballpark, that is where, you know, they yell at the Yankee players to get kind of a response. They yell their last name and clap and chant. In the early parts of the game, they go position by a position, player by player, uh, to try to get, a, you know, a tip of the cap or a nod. And uh, we were in the wrong. We were just, <laughs> we were out of our element, if, uh, if I could use a, a line from the big Lebowski. But, uh yeah. Not a fan, uh, and uh, good to see the Sox beat the Yankees, of course. Hey, you got an off day here, so you can get that Elvis uh, costume. I, I believe Friday is is Elvis night, August 11th. Been to many of Elvis nights over the years. I have ju- I've worn the jumpsuit. I've worn the wig. 
uh, did it several times. Uh, it's always a great turnout. Uh, always, you know, it's a fun atmosphere. It really is. Uh, you, you're probably not even paying attention to the game. Just people go. It's some some people I've heard that that's the only game they go to a year is Elvis night. They get a bunch of people together. Everybody dresses up, and you just forget about how bad the White Sox are. Uh, you got the football jersey giveaway. Uh, that's on Saturday. I think that's a new uh, giveaway this year. They did. They've done the basketball jersey for a couple of years, and the soccer jersey, football jersey. I believe might be the first year they're doing this. Uh, that's on Saturday. Uh, Brewers in town this weekend. That's that's in my view an old rivalry. That's when the Brewers, way back when, when I was a kid, uh, they were playing at uh, County Fulton County Stadium. Was that the name of it? And they were in the same uh, division as the White Sox, and it was heated, man. I mean, ninety, you know, what is it, uh, ninety minutes away, hour and a half, something like that, to get to Milwaukee from uh, Chicago, or at least uh, the north side of Chicago. It's not bad at all, and and boy, those were those were some heated battles. I've made my way up to Milwaukee several times uh, to see the Sox uh, Brewers. It's a good time, and you know, I wonder if there's ever going to be like a geographic realignment where maybe the Brewers and St. Louis, and you know, we all get into the same type uh, type of division. Uh, ticket renewal. I'm getting some emails about it. I don't know about you. You know, the the invoices are coming, and they're coming soon. When I was at the game on Tuesday, I actually ran into my ticket rep, who's absolutely outstanding, a wonderful ticket rep. And, you know, when we are when our paths cross, we usually don't even talk about, you know, the business stuff. It's just other things going on. I've known him for several, several years. Great guy. Uh, But I'm still kind of on the fence uh, if I'm going to renew or not. And it's to each your own. I mean, you do you. Um, you know, I've seen some arguments about like, well, you know, this is where I connect with people and these are my friends and this is my, you know, almost my, uh, you know, this is my pastime. This is my getting out. This is my social club, so to speak. Uh, and I totally get that. And I, and I feel the same way. And, and that's, that would, you know, hurt me to, you know, leave the connection of friends that I have and family where like, that's where you meet. That is uh, normal to just, Hey, let's all go to a Sox game. But on the other hand, I think like, you know, if I put it in a sense of like a restaurant or something or, or a bar and we would go to the same restaurant or the same bar, we loved their food. We loved, you know, what that restaurant stood for and, and, and everything like that for years. And it, it was part of your family. And then all of a sudden, like, you know, everything went downhill. The food was bad. The, you know, it just something within the organization with the management was just way off. It's like, well, do I keep going here, uh, you know, and, and tr- hoping that something gets better? Or do I just take my friends, my collection, my group, and we find something else to do uh, with our time? You know, we'll still follow the Sox, but maybe I don't want to give my money, uh, you know, to the White Sox. And I want to hang out with my friends in a different way and we'll socialize some other way. But uh, I, I don't know. I, they, need to, they need to show me that there's something new happening, that there's absolute change. They really do. Uh, and really, who am I? Uh, but I don't know. Maybe if they get enough of these comments from people, uh, I don't know. It probably doesn't do anything anyway. And, and that's the sad thing here. But uh, I'm still on the fence on that. Uh, we will see a new host as well. I don't think a new host for Lockdown White Sox has been figured out yet, but a lot of people have reached out and they've asked me, hey, any any news on that? I think the search is going on. 
but I don't believe somebody has been picked. Trust me, uh, if I get word uh, before my last day on the 17th, uh, hopefully I can have that person on and they can kind of guest and uh, introduce themselves and I can smooth the path there. Um, and I definitely will pass the information along if I get it, but I have not heard anything as of yet. Uh, folks, thank you so very much for making this podcast part of your daily routine. You can find the Lockdown White Sox podcast uh, absolutely everywhere you find your podcast. We're on Twitter at Lockdown Sox. You can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore uh, GGTB. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel. And uh, if you can, you know, find it in your heart to subscribe to maybe another White Sox channel, I'll be at uh, a Good Guys Talk Back uh, much more consistently uh, once I leave a lockdown. We've got a YouTube channel as well. And of course, the audio is available to any questions and comments you have. You can get them in at lockdownsocks at Gmail. Uh, Sox take on the Brewers on Friday. Catch every pitch of the White Sox hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Search White Sox. Hey, thanks for making Lockdown White Sox your first listen every day. Hey, every day yours. I, uh, you know who you are. I absolutely appreciate it. Uh, thank you so much for all the kind messages uh, you've been sending my way. Uh, I will catch you up on any uh, new responses uh, that Rick Hahn has for White Sox Twitter. Any new names he wants to throw out there. Uh, and call us, uh, and I'll get you ready for the Brewers series. Appreciate you making time for the Lockdown White Sox podcast. I'm Nick Morowski. Until next time, go Sox.